That's every week. Good evening and welcome to Xbox Tavern's X-Pod Tavern for episode 79th on another wonderful Sunday evening at 8pm. Ish! I'm Jamie Ish. and I'm once again joined this week by uh, MPV Graham. Hello. Hey! Yeah, Scottish Ruff Ross. Hello! And ladies' favourite Daniel. Hello! No <laughs> Millie Man Ian this week, he's off getting more Chivos no doubt. Yeah! Uh, even though he's done with it he says. Anyway, it's another lovely week. It's bloody hot today, so let's just get into the news because I've been out in the sun for far too long and I might explode if I have to survive much longer in this fucking heat. Anyway, video games. Game. Yeah. Guys, gentlemen, ladies and others. Let's cool all guys. run up an escalator together. It's coming to Xbox at last. A year later. One year later, yes. So after teasing it last year at some point saying, it's coming to Xbox. It is finally here at last. Uh, and as this story on Pure Xbox goes... The time has finally come. Epic Games has announced the date that Fall Guys is coming to Xbox on June 21st, 2022. And better yet, it'll also be transitioning to a free-to-play title on the very same day. Uh, and it coincides launch with Switch, um, obviously Xbox, and then it's going free-to-play on PlayStation. And it'll be going on Epic Games Store on PC. And it also will have its own Battle Pass and it's what they call in show bucks, which you can earn in-game, as well as obviously, I imagine, pay for uh and yeah there'll be a free battle pass there'll be a premium battle pass there is a map builder in development which will come later on and xbox game pass members will also get full guide perks for the first three months uh which seem to be some sort of skins or some sort of shit like you usually yeah definitely and things like that i'd seen so obviously i've played full guys in the beta i really enjoyed it has anyone else here played it i can't remember and if not who's excited let's go scratch Ruffross first we've all played it we played it then egx yeah, to say, <laughs> I we did, didn't we yes we did we played it egx yes we all decided so, it was a good idea after a heavy night of bevy and to try and play full, full, full guys games yes and we we did it in real life but how about the the game uh anyway carry on scottish Ruffross. are you excited about the free oh players? yeah definitely i mean like i think it was special guest pete that said that when this drops into game pass it's a, a shoo-in for sort of project game pass it's a fantastic game special when you're playing in a group um absolutely hilarious just the map creator when they bring that in as well that's going to be another sort of level to it as well because some of this the sort of levels you can create in that are going to be unbelievable um, I think it's going to be like ramping up like sort of what they've kind of what they're doing like Fall not Fall uh, Minecraft and Fortnite how you can create your own sort of maps to play through when you add any Fall guys with the hysterics that come with that it's, oh, that's going to be fantastic and being free to play as well you reckon we'll get uh, someone who'll make a full-on proper Takeshi's Castle run through oh it has to be do every single level oh, yeah. of each of that show that would be yeah. spectacular <laughs> just a maze well, they, where like, you're running into doors that don't open and yeah. guys jumping off walls and oh yeah <laughs> oh I want to watch you uh, yeah, we'll, we'll, yeah we can talk about the cash card but <laughs> Graham are you excited yes. to play it properly I mean, again I know we played it EGX like, I, I, like you've reminded me but you excited to sit down and properly play it at home in the comfort of your own house yeah I mean it's good to give it a go. I wouldn't say the buzz is this higher when it first came out that was when it was massively buzzed but I think it's taken a while it's sort of deflated the the excitement a little bit but i suppose once it's out and you've had a taste of it you know you might rent back up again but oh yeah it's free to play so who wouldn't be we'd be mad not to try it exactly and it's got cross play and cross progression as well i believe so we can all play even if we're not able to get on the xbox we can 
do uh, switch your PC or something, or maybe even cloud gaming, seeing as Epic have already done that with Fortnite. Maybe four guys will, will follow it shortly. Yeah. Um, and what about yourself, Daniel? Are you, you looking forward to getting into this one? Yeah, finally. It's um, as uh, Graham's mentioned, though, the only thing is, I think they've taken the wind out of the sails, kind of leaving it a year probably too late. So whether the buzz of the game has gone is, yeah, is the only the only thing um obviously going free to play across everyone um might actually ramp up and hopefully bring a lot more players back yeah, you'd, you'd think so the Carry thing on. is just as what i was gonna say with um oh crap what's the name of that game no man's sky if you make the game good enough even though people have maybe went off it as long as you can bring them back by good quality content making it appealing to people people will come back if what you're putting out is good enough so as long as they keep on working on it with the three to play as well, with the cross play, as long as they've constantly got new stuff coming out, people will flood back to it with streamers, with just everything pressurely that they're going to get attention with when it launches. They'll they'll see an upturn of what they may be seeing in the sort of concurrent players. So as long as they can build on that when it happens, then they'll keep that steady flow of momentum. Yeah. yeah. And that's that's the idea. Obviously, you're going to get an influx of new players on Xbox and Switch and and PC potentially. And obviously, most people got it on PlayStation Plus when it was offered, offered there. Um, and anyone who has previously got it, either paid or via PlayStation Plus, I think is getting a premium battle pass yeah. or some sort of thing to say, "Well done, you spent money on this before." Yeah. Um, legacy items, didn't they say you? Yeah. Or oh, legacy players are going to get a, a bonus so they don't get felt screwed over. Basically, uh, and they're also adding new levels, costumes, and ever-evolving gameplay, uh, as well as, as I said, cross-platform play and cross-progression. So it's very exciting. Uh, obviously, this is uh, we're going to break the rules of our Project Game Pass segment. I think we possibly will add this as July's Project Game Pass, but we'll get to that in a month or so time. Yeah. Um, but either way, even if we don't, we still need to get a group of us on there, have a, have a, go, a go, have a laugh. And play some full guys at make last. sure we've got it installed when it comes round yeah. and there is that as well yeah uh, no comment there no comment there but yeah looking yeah. forward to it it's very exciting if you haven't played it before it's basically Battle Royale but Takeshi's Castle as I said so there's 60 players who start at a level you run forward and you've got to traverse obstacles to get to the goal the first 40 players whatever get through go to the next level and the 20 are eliminated and then you go through until there's only one winner uh, and all the levels get wackier and crazier. There's spinning things and things to jump on and climb on and balls to avoid and fruit flying at you and all sorts of crazy <laughs> shit. I hate um, that level. And it's just, yeah, the, the, the levels that we've played so far have been, have been tremendous fun. So I'm very much looking forward to uh, checking out the full release on Xbox at last. Huzzah! I, do you know what? I was very tempted actually to buy it the other day because the kids were asking about playing it. I was like, it's not that much on PC. I could just pick it up. I was, no, I shall wait. They have this announcement. And I'm glad I did now. Yeah. Oh, they've got stuff. If you are a prime gaming person, they've got some skins and costumes and stuff to redeem. So redeem that now. Dan loves a wee prime redeem. Oh, love it. Love our prime redeem. Every week. Check it out every week. Prime redeem. That in Game Pass perks. Dan loves it. (laughs) Love a perk as well. And I believe they had a Sonic the Hedgehog costume at one time. So if they've still got that available, I might have to uh, purchase some of these show bucks, whatever they're called. Oh, some of the costumes I've got are fantastic. <laughs> but yeah, finally, like I said, it's been a long time coming. We've been waiting and, and asking repeatedly for where is news? Tell us when it's coming. And at last it's coming and for free. So what could be better than that? 
Yeehaw. Cool guys, 21st of June. Very much excited for that. Anyway, should we move on to the next story, gentlemen? It's yeah, coming sure. to Xbox, which is good. And mm-hmm. for the first time in eight years, there's more Xbox players in Japan who will be able to access it. Oh, that was a kind of segue that almost worked. So for the first time in eight years, Xbox outsold PlayStation in Japan last week. Uh, so this is from VGC. According to the sales data published by Famitsu, the Xbox Series S on its own, not included in the X, sold 6,120 units, whereas the PS5 and PS5 Digital Edition sold 2,693. Uh, there's a lot of other numbers here. It's not really important. Basically, for the first time ever, well, almost ever, Xbox has done pretty well in Japan. Could Is that part of Xbox being worth buying or is it because the PlayStation's not available for them to buy? We'll just brush over that part. Uh, that's uh, a slight issue with that story, isn't it? It's like you you want it to be that Japan are seeing the value in the Series S, which is ridiculously good value. But it does boil down to the fact that they can't get the PlayStation consoles. And that's that's... The, that's the if we're being brutally honest with ourselves, that's what it is. But at the same time, it still looks good on paper saying the Xbox outsold PlayStation. Yeah, and like I said, it's the first time in was it eight years that they've done yeah. it. So success, Graham. Any opinions on Xbox doing well in the land of the rising sun? Well, been considering they have been nowhere near for the previous years. Um, the fact that they have like beaten them in one week. I mean, if they can keep it up and keep it kind of close then that'd be more, way more interesting than one week. It's almost like saying we beat them in a day. <laughs> it's just one week. If it's a big deal, it's a big it's a big deal for them. But yeah, it's a week. If they say it's a month, then you know things are really sort of starting to ramp up like competition-wise. But there's so many factors that can figure into it, like can't get by you know, what's available or not, rather than, yeah. I mean, did you, was there any numbers to back it up? It was only that that one week, like I said, it was, was 6,120 units opposed to the PlayStation, both PlayStation versions, which was t- 2,693. Um, but the week before that, the PlayStation 5 sold uh, 49,000 and some units, whereas the Xbox Series X sold 10,000. I think that's supposed to say 10,000. Yeah, 10, yeah so that's what I mean. It kind of makes it somewhat negligible like that when you sort of, that numbers can really sort of destroy any kind of story like that. So same, like it, it looks spectacular as well. Like the Series X, three and a half thousand units. The week that the Series S done well, but then the week before it was like, or the week before it was like one hundred and five units. Mm. So. Uh, yeah. Also factor in the fact that is this the week before the announcement of having delays with Starfield and Redfall to boot. Uh, because I, yes that would have been this week yeah it could very well be yeah. so that, that's not bad considering that there are as people are kind of mentioning on social media now that there's games not on Xbox or exclusive why pick it up or why pick up Game Pass and they're still selling these units so yeah. and, I suppose and there is a silver lining I mean like the Series S as well I mean obviously we, we're not Japanese we're in Japan but traditionally it's been sort of reported that they prefer smaller more compact devices and stuff to fit in their homes and the series s you can't really get much smaller or more compact than that um so it could also 
that could also affect it where they're still getting next gen performance, but in a much tinier box to fit in their house. <laughs> um, there's a few other stats here. They got uh, apparently as of the start of March, the various Xbox consoles had sold the following number of units in Japan. So the original was just under 500,472 and some change. 360 was one and a half million. Xbox One was 114,000, which is uh, pretty bad, really, considering. The, the, you had a one and a half billion and then you dropped right the way down and so far the series x and s have sold 142,000. so they're already surpassed the xbox one in you know, over its whole lifespan uh, and hopefully it will continue to go up from there obviously xbox is making more of a push in japan trying to get more japanese developers and players and stuff involved um and hopefully that will continue on it, what they got tango game works and there was another one i think they've got they part, of, part of bethesda can't think of the name right now but it's good news all around yeah success yeah, video well. games are doing well even if you can't find them very easily still <laughs> after almost a year and a half uh yes if you're not in japan no worries let's talk about something that might be more relevant to you oh, i'm not i'm not i'm not feeling the segues this evening i'm sorry <laughs> uh there's a rumor on pure xbox of a gears of war collection coming to xbox <laughs> oh, yeah. this year so much like the Master Chief collection where it put uh, one, two, three, it was four, yeah, it was four, wasn't it? And four. then they eventually added ODST uh, to it as well. Graham's favorite game in the Left series. Uh, the, uh, according to Xbox Era, who were there themselves uh, citing journalist Special Nick. Again, I'm not sure I'm supposed to say that out loud, but he is a, the belief that a collection is coming this year, but he didn't specify what it could be, but he said it would be obvious. Everyone's guessing it. And if you think about Microsoft and the collections they could have, you either got Halo, Gears, or Forza. It's not going to be Forza. We've already done Halo, so we've got to have Gears. Daniel, I know you're a big Gears of War fan. Yes. Are you excited about a Gears of War Master Chief style collection? I can't believe they didn't think about this sooner. I mean, how moronic um, could it be? How many times have we had Gears of War remastered? Is it twice? Once. Was yeah, it they've, once? they've done the first one they've done the ultimate edition of the first one and that it looked was... fucking spectacular when they've done it why they've not done it with the rest of the series well, they've, yeah. they've given up buffs to the other ones but they've not done it yeah, for but, yeah that's what they need they remaster. need the full being able to do the whole Master Chief <laughs> treatment there's I one of them that definitely needs it because Dan said it was his favourite game so he needs to go back and play he needs to actually remember, remember what happened in it. <laughs> um, but also bringing back Horde if they can f- not fix Horde is the wrong, but off spot Horde and have it back in, uh, it was Gears 2, wasn't it? Yeah, I was going to say, we just seen Horde 2.0. The oh, other, the other ones have, have left me wanting, but Horde 2.0 was Horde fucking perfect. It was fucking awesome. It was really, really good. Um, yeah, so if they could bring that back, um, I think it needs to be. I think every kind of multiplayer game that has a series like that, why don't ga- gaming companies bring out this kind of collection Instead of doing the, well, obviously you get more money knocking out a remaster one and then remaster two. But yeah, having that kind of hub and bringing all that community in, because Gears of War got a massive community. Um, yeah, and it's a big esports uh, league as well, isn't it? With yeah. Gears of War. Totally. I mean, I don't know whether it would rival Halo, but I'm sure it's not far behind. It, so it's, it's really good that it's coming and I'll definitely be going through all the games again. Blimey. Um, right, I've, I've been looking for an excuse to try and wangle Gears Three like four player co op with you lot. So if oh, we if it comes as like a collection to Game Pass, we have got no choice but to play it. Have we really? I know Graham. Graham, I know you're a big fan of Gears of War. Uh, 
Yeah. <laughs> oh, I haven't not been massively into it, but I didn't mind it. It was a good kind of playthrough. Yeah, I think that get the chainsaw. Well, obviously, bringing that chainsaw gunplay is uh, is oh. premium. Oh. Absolutely premium. I'm smashing that, that button. I'm not going to get frigging sawn into. But yeah, can't wait. Yeah, can so wait. Obviously, with Halo, they did the four campaigns where they they properly remade one uh, Halo one, which already been done properly up above Halo 2 and then 3 and 4 they basically just give a bit of an uprez. Do you reckon we might see full on remakes of 2 and 3 Gears of War maybe even 4? I suppose 5 doesn't really need it but they might go back to 4 as well or do you reckon they'll just like yeah have 4K 60 frames a second as opposed to what the judgment I was just thinking about sorry, judgment. What, sorry, what was that? Sorry. That poor poor game judgment. I, sorry, I, I, <laughs> I, you cut out there. I didn't quite catch what you said. I don't think I ever completed Judgment. Actually, no, Judgment wasn't that bad. Yeah, was I was surprised yeah. about that, Dan. I was just about to. <laughs> I was just about to jump on that there. Judgment wasn't terrible. It wasn't what you would expect for a Gears game, but it wasn't terrible in the slightest. What I didn't like was the arcade nature of it. So it's basically like a score attack type thing, wasn't it? Yeah. Like the levels were just yes. they were segmented. You go through, you got a score, and then you went add a little bit of story, and you did the next level. Whereas obviously Gears is more of a single player linear bit oh, story based adventure I should say definitely I, bring it back I definitely enjoyed Judgment I, I would have no issue if they threw that in, that one in as well it'd be like it'd be like ODST it would be people some people no 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 ODST is fucking brilliant <laughs> I some, think he's trying trying to compare it to the it's just that added some extra some people will really appreciate it being there <laughs> some people maybe not so much maybe maybe yeah but yeah hopefully so anyway so according to this guy we should expect it by the end of the year could we see a reveal at the showcase in a couple of weeks i don't know if you get a reveal but mm. you'll maybe get something you'll get like a little hint Ease. at something well Come- no if it's due out though the end of the year you've uh, got well, to yeah. have you've got to so bear in mind so as i said we've lost starfall uh starfield okay. yeah whoops, <laughs> correction um uh, <laughs> uh you've also lost red uh redfall that's the one so they've got to have something in the bag because if not, this year for Xbox and Game Pass is a pupper. So they've got to have something in there. I just hope they're not rushing Gears of War just you, because there's nothing else. Are you saying about rushing? What I'd like thinking about it earlier on, what I'd quite like them to do really, obviously, Gears is synonymous with Unreal. So the first was the you know, Unreal, etc. The, the Gears of War 3 bumped up to Unreal. F- 3.5 whatever it was and then Gears of War 4 and War 4 etc etc drop it in Unreal 5 boom. yeah wait wait until Unreal 5 is properly ready and Make then drop. remaster them all and just say here you go fucking have that that would be fucking chef's well, kiss I mean they that. could always do that again in another 5 years but what I'd like them to do is wait and just remaster <laughs> yeah. them all in, in do it all in that see what it looks like yeah because I can imagine this, the visuals in all them games are incredible anyway even for the time Oh, that would even be now compared. Yeah, to even them. if you go back and look at them, as you were saying, it still looks a good game. Yeah. Oh, t- totally, absolutely stunning. They don't look as blocky as some other characters that oh, I've no. seen in other games. I mean, Those they were well rounded, beefy men. Oh, their muscles yeah. everywhere and Whoa. explode into chunks. Oh, I'm about to explain the chunks. Think about it. Anyway, <laughs> right? Uh, <laughs> yeah, that's enough. That's enough. Sexy, big, beefy men talk. Yeah. Right, gentlemen. Gears of War. Hopefully, he's coming back. But what is coming to PlayStation Plus? Who, did, who said that? Who said that? Ubisoft Plus is heading to PlayStation Plus, adding 50 
plus games to PlayStation Plus. How many more pluses do they want to fit in? Yeah, this that was headline? quite excessive. Let me just read that again. Ubisoft Plus also heading to PlayStation, adding 50 plus games to PlayStation Plus. Boom. <sighs> plus. Anyway, so they announced for eight ages ago it was going to come to Xbox at some point. Although I don't think they said it was coming to Game Pass, did they? They just said it was coming to Xbox. Yes, yeah. just coming to um, I mean, they well, would be it? stupid not to bring it to Game Pass, but. I mean, yeah, like EA Play, it, it, it would fit in quite nicely. Yeah. They were very vague about it. They never, they never said it was. They never said it wasn't. And then when the community or the rumors started going that it was coming to Game Pass, they then specified it wasn't coming, didn't they, to Game Pass? Yeah. But what what they've said recently with the new PlayStation Plus that uh, Sony have put out with all the different tiers and stuff, which I must admit I've not really looked at. But they're adding what Ubisoft is calling a classics collection. So they're technically older games in the library. Uh, meaning newer titles will be presumably reserved for the main Ubisoft plus 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 subscription. Um, and you know, <laughs> just going down the list here, the, you've got a few decent games. You've got Assassin's Creed Valhalla, uh, Far Cry 3, Blood Dragon and 4, uh, the two South Park games, Steep, The Crew, Trackmania, Trials, Valiant Hearts, Zombie. There's a few other games. Basically, it's all older games that yeah, yeah, and that's true active type things. When I was looking at when I seen the headline at first, I was like, shit, that's a big that's a big bit of news for PlayStation Plus. And then I started to like dive into it and I was like, right, well, Valhalla, that's that's a solid pickup for them. And then I was like, For Honor has been in Game Pass, Crew 2 has been in Game Pass, Far Cry Games have been in Game Pass, Steep has been in Game Pass, Division has been in Game Pass, the crew has been in Game Pass, the Trials games have been in um, <laughs> Game Pass, and I'm like so basically, they got the Game Pass version of Ubisoft Plus. Yeah. And I was yeah. like, that's not exactly set in the... Yeah. Like, yeah. I, I mean, they kind of... The way it's been worded, the way people have been talking about it's it, like, it's like, oh, Ubisoft Plus. But what it actually says in their tweet here is, Ubisoft Plus is coming to PlayStation. Stay tuned for more news in the future. In the meantime, introducing Ubisoft Plus Classics, bringing 27 games to PlayStation Plus. Yeah, so they're getting the Classics... And then Ubisoft Plus will come in time um, come at the on. same time at, probably as the same as Xbox. Xbox. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So uh, obviously Ubisoft Plus is it gets day one releases if I'm uh, right in thinking of all their new games, but it's what fifteen, sixteen pound a month, something yeah. like that. Yeah, that seems a bit excessive, doesn't it? On top, it's of a bit it. steep just for Ubisoft stuff. Yeah. Um, and then you've got your subscription of PlayStation Plus and/or Game Pass on top of that, haven't yeah. you? Which, uh, Can you justify that? I mean, I don't release games on a monthly basis. And it's not even the problem with that is, and the biggest issue with it is, is which games they do release. Because Assassin's Creed, come hell or high water, you'll buy it and within a month they're releasing it's on sale. Hmm. Yeah, exactly. Ubisoft are notorious for putting their things on sale. terrible for it's it. Like, here's a brand new £60 game. And then two days later, like, shit. Uh, yeah, I have it for £25. It's okay. a £60 game, 95 plus hours to complete it. But it's been out a month and we've not got as many sales as we want. So that 60 plus game is now £25. And you can buy the upgrade version for 40 <laughs> Basically, Boom. yeah. So yes, it, I mean the Ubisoft Plus again. I'm not really looked into it, but from what I understand, it's a bit steep for what they're offering, like Graham was saying. But if it's coming to Xbox, it gives people more options, I suppose. And if it includes, even if it includes this classic thing on Game Pass, like they're doing with PlayStation Plus, it's still fairly decent, I suppose. Uh, but there's no news on the Xbox version yet, whereas the PlayStation one is coming uh, in two days' time. So it's, yay for PlayStation, I guess. Indeed. Well, all it Indeed. does is just provoke the, 
the war a bit more and obviously better deals will come my way. Yes, Game Pass is providing ample ammunition to make people up their game and it can only get better from here, hopefully. Right. So, I mean, competition will drive it and it will only get better, hopefully, as long as they don't keep raising prices along the way. I was going to say, until they start charging £50 a month. Yeah, that's what I say. Game Plus, Game Pass Plus Plus Ultra Premium Super Turbo Hybrid Edition. Right. Gentlemen, I think that's about all the news that we need to get through this week. There's a few other bits and pieces, but to be honest, it was all rumours and speculation, and I think the gears of all rumours enough for one week. So, if you made it this far, made it through the news, thank you very much. It's been a pleasure. We love you. Uh, you can find our stuff at xboxtavern.com. You can also go to their Twitter at xboxtavern.com. Oh, you know what I mean? Uh, socials, TikTok, Discord, Facebook, TikTok. I don't know. Jeeves, ask Jeeves for Xbox Avenue. You'll find us there. Uh, you can also support us on Patreon if you'd like to do that. That would be wonderful at patreon.com slash Xbox Tavern. We have our superstar supporter in Beth. She's wonderful. Thank you very much, Beth, as always. And if you'd like to be like Beth, as we all want to be like Beth, you can subscribe <laughs> over there. Even if you can chuck us a buck, that'd be helpful to keep the podcast going, keep getting us, you know, a new equipment, etc. etc. That'd be lovely. Uh if you want to, if you don't want to there we go thank you let, 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 let. if you want to pay for my speech lessons head <laughs> to Patreon if you don't want to keep me keep stumbling my way through all this nonsense you can just head over to the podcast service of your choice and download this very podcast which we record every Sunday at 8pm on youtube.com slash xbox tavern official uh, search on Apple Podcasts uh, Google Podcasts whatever podcast you use it, we will be Spotify, on there Spotify Spotify indeed Bye which now I believe hosts the video version. We are doing right? the video version on Spotify. Success. Yes, yes. Um, and if you want to leave a rating and a review, five stars and all that goodness, please, that'd be wonderful. If you leave one on Apple Podcasts, we will read it out on the show so you could be Xbox having famous, which is, uh, so I understand, top tier, you know? Yeah, top tier. Yeah. I'm going to look um, now just to see if someone has uh, done one. Oh, we have we have got one. Did we read this one out before? I don't know, oh, Daniel. What, read it out again. Why not? <laughs> read it out. Yeah. Right, we have uh, from... Cole Mickey 49 he says great podcast worth a listen very Boom. good okay, short to the point fucking appreciate it good job good man um, and yeah that's about it for, for plugs I think however one other plug which I have forgotten to mention recently is insertcointees.com oh whoa whoa anyway insertcoin.clothing.com and use Xbox Tavern 22 for 20% off for the entirety of 2022 Sharpie and even though you're not here Hi. They got a sale on this weekend, or not sale? Free shipping thing on this week. Free, free shipping. shipping this weekend. If you're listening live on uh, on YouTube right now, or if you somehow manage to get hold of this before midnight on Sunday night, good work. And go over there and check it out. 20 percent off and free shipping. What um, could be better than that? Eh? And even if you're not in the UK, I think there's a code for fifteen percent off. There is, yeah, but I that's too much effort. I think it's like Weekender or something. Daft, something like that. Basically, even if you're not up. in the UK, you can get an extra 15% off if you use that code for them as well. So you're yeah. basically getting your shipping for nothing. Go check them out. We all have, well, most of us have insert coin things. It powers my wardrobe pretty much entirely, apart from our very own merch, with more on that coming very soon. <gasps> dun, dun, dun. Um, but yeah, go check them out. They're great. We love, we love a bit of insert coin goodness. Um, and I think that's all the plug-in I'm going to have to get someone else to do the plugs from now on because I can't, I can't I'm useless at plugging myself honestly anyway <laughs> Graham I was going to say how quick does it take you to yeah, plug share them, quick, so. don't share them pictures Graham I know you've got somewhere <laughs> <laughs> anyway enough of that nonsense right topics of the week we're going to get into uh, which is 
We've done topics. Let's do questions. 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 Oh, fucking hell. Right. Xbox game of the year throughout the years. So a few weeks ago, we decided that we're going to revisit our youth. Probably not a good idea, but we're going to do it anyway. <laughs> and we're going to go through the years up until today and pick our game of the year for every year based on Xbox video games. And last year we did 2002. So you go back and listen to last week's episode if you want to hear what the games we picked. This year is 2003. Uh, I'm going to read Ian's out first because he's not here and he wrote a couple down. So his picks were Rainbow Six Three, which we'll get to in a moment, and Metal Gear Solid 2 Substance, which was like the revamped version of Metal Gear Solid 2, which was released on Xbox about a year or so after PlayStation 1. However, I'm going to now go to Graham. Tell me yes. about your game of the year 2003 on Xbox, please. Yeah, this one's a tough one because I found two that I absolutely adored in that year. Um, first one was Star Wars Knights of the Old Republic, absolutely amazing game. And you can definitely see it's a precursor to the things like the Mass Effects that came later on, sort of Bioware wonderfulness. And yeah, it just probably brought you into the story of the kind of the, the semi battle gameplay where you kind of give instructions and they kind of follow your lead. And yeah, sort, it sort of, of pause time, didn't it? And you can yeah. pick the, the rock that kind of like a like a D type game i guess yeah so stacking actions but it's like semi real time and it's just it brought like a wonderful story it was semi related to like the the actual star wars that used you know that kicked it all off it was his own story in its own way and it had one of the the most famous twists in it is this the story of revan yeah yeah it's the story of darth revan one of the best twists in there and then it just gave you the choice you could go either way with it and yeah just monumental game proper milestone in these kind of role-playing games it set the bar really high and only kind of matched by or almost matched by its sequel but yeah it paved the way for so many of these type of games and you just yeah you couldn't get enough of it proper long game you could just enjoy the whole of it and you and you could have your own colored lightsaber as well which was perfect yeah, you played around with the different crystals, etc. On there, but, I have but, heard yeah. nothing but good things about the game. I'm, I'm kind of disgusted in myself that it was before I was that type of gamer to play that sort of length of game that I missed out on it. Um, and it's always one that I've like heard nothing but praise for, but never. It's one of these things like you're going back to older graphics stuff like that and it's the mm. the perseverance to actually go back and enjoy which i can imagine will be a fantastic story and well worth it but yeah. bringing myself to do it yeah well there's that remake which is coming i think only on playstation 5 at the minute but that's fine i can do it next year i think yeah because you've got playstation 5 um it's as i said to you before we start recording it's one of the only um star wars things i actually really enjoy because i don't care about star wars not interested in the slides <gasps> but Kotor, I fucking loved it. I thought it was brilliant. It's so, one of the yeah. few Star Wars games I haven't played because I was looking at other games that came out recently and obviously we've got like Jedi Academy and things like that that came out at a similar sort of time yeah. as this as well. And I've played all of them and I've played like... Those your, are good as well. Yeah. I've played like your Squadrons like more recently and I've played like your Fallen Order and I've played all your movie tie-ins and stuff like that. And it's one of the few ones that I've never jumped into and I feel kind of... feel a little bit filthy if I'm not doing it. I mean, oh, there is a massive deal of shame attached to that one. Yeah, just I, for, the, for, for a big Mass Effect fan as you are, yeah, there is nothing you can't Kotor enjoy about this game. Yeah, yeah. and say so that that is why I played Mass Effect because of Kotal because it was fucking tremendous. Uh, anyway, sorry, Graham. Uh, do you want to run through your second pick very quickly? 
Yeah, my second pick is runner-up. What's known? Yeah, it's, it's. I say it's a runner-up, but it's just a long chain of my childhood, the Fancy Star um, episode or Fancy Star Online episode one and two. Um, it was um, a copy of the, the one that was on GameCube as well. It's just a game that the yeah, Fancy Star Online. That's just a game that I break consoles with. <laughs> I was going to say my Dreamcast still hasn't recovered after you broke it, you fucker. <laughs> and. Yeah, that that game. It's just it was the first game that you sort of really tasted online. That was back on the Dreamcast, and it just carried on with this. It had a bit more of a sort of a, a solo story rather than just an online based story. And yeah, I couldn't get enough of the Fantasy Star series. And yeah, amazing RPG. The Fantasy Star series it was still going strong now yeah. with the that new one, but. Yeah, that 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 game as well. Fantasy Star Episode One and Two burnt a lot of hours into that game. <laughs> so two massive RPG style games for you. Nice, thank you very much, Graham. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, Scottish Gruff, tell me as he cracks open whatever that that is in his hand. No, no iron brew. That's not good enough. <laughs> <laughs> I have went down the. I've went down the, the sort of shall we say car route. I suppose hit and run taking my first cars. Um, the original old school, not shitty Gran Turismo game and Project Gotham Racing 2 was oh, I think one of the games that made me fall in love with Xbox. I just remember oh, such for for when it came out, it was just such an amazing game. Uh, still remember the cover of it, had a Ferrari Enzo on the front of it. Fucking weird triangular nose thing beautiful looking game just had like street sort of circuits your race circuits oh it was just an amazing game and actually works for being like an xbox game as well because it was an xbox exclusive um i don't know why that series ever died i know they've obviously got forza but so they they kind of killed it for forza i think yeah it was it had its roots in the dreamcast to bring it back to what graham said final Fan- uh, fantasy star sorry uh in metropolis street racer which right. was a tr- tremendous game which basically was project F- gotham which then got changed name and put on xbox but carry on sorry it was oh it was just such an amazing game just it looked for the for when it came out it looked amazing um played amazing um the selection of cars that i had in it they had like your garage type idea so you could like go in and look at all the cars that you own and like flick through all of them and things like that um it just I don't know. It made me f- enjoy race car racing games more than G or Gran Turismo ever had on PlayStation. I just yeah. felt it, it combined that arcadeness with. I'm not saying it was like simulation. It didn't feel like a proper out and out racer, but it blended the two of them nicely together. So you got your arcade aspects, but you still had the driving experience of it as well. Yeah. Um, and second game which I see that there's quite a few members of the community agreeing with me that it was a underrated classic, was The Simpsons Hit and Run. GTA before GTA. Yeah. It was, oh, I love that game. Just the, the rocket car, the plane is different. Like Just oh, such a funny, hysterical game. Needs needs to be made in a remake or a remaster or some sort of new version of The Simpsons Hit and Run. Is it anybody else? Because I never played the hit and run. Exactly that. Just Simpsons GTA. That's all you kind of need to know about it. It wasn't as bloody and gory, but it was the exact same idea type idea. Didn't have like a story ever. 
It didn't have like a vibe of uh, Crazy Taxi with it as well, or not? Uh, the, the 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 driving mechanics kinda yeah, but that was it. It didn't have that like ATB type idea of it, but it okay. did have with the sort of driving style and mechanics of just sort of going as fast as you can from A to B was the way that you went that you didn't have to go routes as such. Yeah. Nice. Nice. Well, thank you very much for them two picks, uh, Ross. Obviously, we've gone RPGs, we've gone racing. I'm going to go to Daniel very quickly and he's going to explain. <laughs> go for blanks. Just explain. Just explain, Just Daniel. Bad. So I have to abstain from yeah. some of these. I know, sorry. I didn't get an Xbox until, what, 205, 6? So when the 360 released... So I have looked at a couple of the games and I don't want to turn around and go, oh yeah, I played this and I think that was my game of the year because I don't think it's fair. And also I never completed them and we all know I like to choose a game I've completed. <laughs> for a game well, that's of the like three. <laughs> that's, that's the real reason why you can't find one for 2003. Well, totally, totally. I mean, all I, in those days, all I used to play was FIFA or Pro Evo with my brother. Um, so my <laughs> taste in gaming was like <clears throat> proper pants. So you that's played games that you know didn't require completion. Well, t- essentially, <laughs> yeah, the never-ending game. Um, <laughs> but yeah, I, I can't, uh, I can't pick up one. I did look at one of the um, people down the bottom for uh, for Max Payne, and I was like, oh, that's a good shout, but I can't. Uh, again, didn't finish it, so I can't really. You don't finish we'll, any games. We'll, we'll get back to you. When we get back to you next week, when we get to 2004, hopefully you, you'll have finished one game. And if not, <laughs> we can't for 2005. <laughs> we'll get you That's your fucking it. time to shine, you know? Yeah. Can't wait uh, to 205. Here I I'm come. Gonna, uh, I'm going to quickly go through mine, then I'll read out the community answers, which you can also answer. We ask this question every week on Twitter at Xbox Tavern. Um, yeah, go ahead, head along over there after the week's show, and we'll put the question up there. Or if you don't uh, see it on Twitter, it's also included in our Spotify as well. So you, you know that see. as well. The more you know, eh? Um, so my answers are, uh, aside from KOTOR and stuff, I, I wanted to pick some different games from people. Beyond Good and Evil, which is a fucking fantastic third-person adventure where you play as Yade, as she um, takes pictures and tries to solve like an alien conspiracy invasion thing. Um, if you haven't played it, it's fucking tremendous. It's very funny, very um, charming, and the actual uh, like action and gameplay and stuff is fucking spot on. Um, I've, obviously, the sequel was announced oh, about a million years ago, and it's probably never going to come out, which is a bit of a shame. So, if you're going to play it, play that version. But oh, it's fucking tremendous game. I absolutely loved it at the time. I think what I did was uh, back when Love Film were rent, uh, renting out game discs. I rented it on now on the GameCube. Fucking thought it was tremendous. So then I ended up buying it on 360, and and yeah, loving it all over again. And also Deus Ex Invisible War, which was the first game that got me in, interested in um, uh, like immersive sim type games like Dishonored and uh, et cetera, et cetera. So it had a really robust physics system for the time. It had lots of dialogue choices, lots of options you could go through. You could kill people, you could save people, you could avoid things, you could stealth. I know Graham loves a bit of stealth. Um and it was just, it was tremendous. I absolutely love that game. Between that and Thief on the original Xbox, that's what got me properly into stealth games. Thank you very much. Um, the story, I must admit, I don't really remember. It's all sci-fi, cyberpunk gubbins, which I enjoyed at the time, but I don't remember any of it now. So I'm not going to try and pretend to walk you through it. But yeah, the actual gameplay itself was was awesome. It was kind of like a, a very primitive cyberpunk slash, you know, fallout type thing you got your dialogue choices you got your 
yeah, stealth and you got your options and stuff. And yeah, brilliant. But my pick out of them two would definitely be Beyond Good and Evil, just for the sheer charm and joy of playing it. Um, yeah, go check them out. That'd be wonderful. Um, like I said, we've got some community answers. So special guest Pete up first, and he says, okay, so honorable mentions go to Project Gotham 2 Racing, as Good man. Ross was saying. Uh, Max Payne 2, as Dan was alluding to, but the main prize goes to Rainbow Six Three, which is why I wanted to get back to this one. Uh, last FPS game I was good at. I'm sure the lads can attest the amount of evenings we lost playing this game. So, Graham, obviously, we've only met Dan and Ross in the last couple of years. Uh, we played some games with them, but way, way back when we were nippers, we used to play Rainbow Six Three online, which was one of the first games on the original Xbox online. Yeah, we probably played. Uh, I, I don't want to go over the top, but almost every night for a year, two years, maybe it was insane the amount that we played that game yeah it was good it was because the first time we were able to group up like that to sort of play a game like that and then yeah just fun it was just because it was just exciting by the way you talked through a microphone and your guy's lips moved and it was like <laughs> that was an amazing technology at the time watching your character's lip and being able to talk. change it to a child's voice or a robot's voice or something oh that was just the, wasn't it was that a game that, thing or was no, that, that was the next that was on the xbox yeah yeah I remember yeah, that horrible yeah. whispery pedo voice that you yeah. could do. Uh, and yeah, but playing again, I don't remember the, the specific names of the maps, but there was one in particular where you started either and there was a big courtyard in the middle. Uh, and it was obviously like Rainbow Six, if you played modern day Rainbow Six, like one shot, one kill, basically. And we were all sneaking around, flashbanging everybody and smoke bombs and getting the, the grenade. Oh, I absolutely love that game. What a oh, tremendous time we had. Yeah, it's a uh, flashbangs. I know you love a bit of flashbangs. Um, and yeah, myself, you, special guest Pete, uh, our friend Mike and I believe maybe maybe uh, Millie Man Ian as well were playing as yeah, well. Yeah, Ian was as well. Um, uh, yeah, we had a uh, fucking tremendous time playing. Sorry, <laughs> sorry, uh, Ross and Ian, uh, Ross and Dan for the nostalgia play there. But yeah, tremendous. We played so much. Did you guys ever play Robo Six Three back on the original Xbox? I can't remember the first one I played. I think the very first Rainbow Six I ever played was Vegas. So I think three was before my time for. Rainbow yeah. Six. I'm the same. I'm Vegas. Was Vegas was my game. first one I played, and that Vegas. was awesome. Yeah, I was gonna say Vegas, Vegas was, was fucking awesome. awesome. The whole yeah. putting cameras under the doors and sending your other squad round oh, and it's... telling them to breach and ah, oh, it's fucking lovely. Yeah. One so. of the best things about Rainbow Six Three as well was the single player. You had like voice commands, and you could be like open and flash the yeah. door. Yeah. And nine times out of ten, they say holding. No, no, no. Open and flash the door. <laughs> and then you'd be like, breaching clear. No, not breaching clear. Just open a flash. Oh, so, the boys commands. <laughs> <laughs> but you could also play it, if I remember rightly, in four-player co-op. So we went through the yeah. co-op together, as, uh, the campaign together as well. And it that's was... Right. Uh, you got your nickname, Eddie Price. Yeah, because I'm uh, forever going down like Eddie Price. <laughs> anyway. going down. Um, yeah, what a great game. Fantastic game. Good choice. Special guest, Pete. Uh, next, we're going on to Christmas Rose at Cheating Turtle 9 who says, like Ross, Simpson sit and run. Easy as that. Man of culture. Uh, <laughs> Ken Doyle at Neville659 says, KOTOR, jo- uh, joining Graham for his pick. Of course. And, and our good friend and previous Tavern contributor and current Twitch streamer for Sea of Thieves, you go check him out, at DJ Redcap said, GTA Vice City was huge, which, I mean, GTA Vice City was huge. I'm not sure when exactly when it comes to Xbox. I'm going to include it anyway because I like DJ. He's a good man. <laughs> Go check him out. Um, right. Okay. That's what we're talking about. 
games of, of the all. Well, next week we'll be talking about 2004. So if you've got any answers for us, look for the question on at Xbox Tavern on Twitter or on Facebook. I think I've got on there as well. And we will read them out next week. Thanks very much. Nice. Uh, but we might as well leap forward 20 odd years into the present what? and talk about what we're playing right now. Yeah. So well, I'm going to go to Ross first because he's been playing our Project Game Pass game this month, Trek to Yomi. So Ross, tell me about your impressions so far. I have. Um, I've not played. I've not played tons of it. Um, I solely, I solely jumped into it just now to test um, cloud gaming. Never really jumped into it very much. So I thought, no, you know what? I'm going to put the football on. I'm going to get the iPad. Going to get my controller. And I'm just going to sit and see what it's like. And it was buttery smooth loved how easy it was just to load the game up, jump in, away I went. So I've got to the bit that was pretty much just on screen there where you, it's not really spoilers to the story, but you've done the first area, your village has had done what the village has had done to it, you've went to avenge your village and X, Y and Z people, you've then went from being a tiny little kid up to teenage young adult and that's how far I've got into it. Um, great looking, great game. Um, not, not maybe what I thought it was at first. I thought it was very sort of one directional. You went from left to right, and that was it. Didn't realize it was nothing like that in the slightest. Um, no, they play on the area. Yeah, you've got you your move. depth type idea and yeah. things like that. So, no, um, black and white game, as you see by the trailers and things like that, but visually even though it's black and white fucking lovely beautiful looking game um the combat is really good not not dark souls level not um elder ring but you've got the whole you need to try and parry to get in at the opponent because otherwise they'll just parry your moves or block your moves you've got limited stamina so you can't like just hammer at them pete tong and hope for the best um, you've got you can't different... do the big swings either, can you? Because they are so much quicker. Yeah, I found that everything was light attack because I couldn't muster a heavy. Or it's only heavy attack swing. if you get a perfect block and the game slows down and their yeah. sword goes way up, and then you've got a chance to go to them. Different combos and things like that. Um, from about the 20 25 minutes that I've managed to put in it on cloud, loving it so far brilliant game runs really well on cloud so i can only imagine how nice it looks when you're playing it on a big nice tv and stuff like that um really enjoying it so far so it's been a a bit of a a hidden gem in game pass for us shall i say Nice. Uh, before we move on to your next game, has anybody else played it anymore? I know, Dan, you finished it recently. Oh, I'm my done. God. And Dustin, I said I would finish it before Ross did. No, you didn't. Yeah. No, you didn't. No, you didn't. No, yes, you didn't. I didn't. No, you didn't. Uh, two weeks you, ago. No, that was Lego Star Wars. No, I'm sure I said no, I'd do I'm, Trek I'm as well. I'm going to back Dan up here. He definitely said he beat Trek Geomi before you did. Yep. And you said, no, you won't. I said, yeah, I will. Um, anyway, yes, I have finished it. So, um, on easy I, mode. On easy, yeah, get damn right, easy mode. Um, and don't ruin it. I was trying to help you out. That's a, I've got <laughs> no shame whatsoever. Um, <laughs> I said, I first said that this could be my game of the year. Going back on it now, I think with the way the combat is and the way the story, so how they tell the story, obviously, everything comes up, comes in, and it's all in Japanese or, um, it's not audible. You have to read it as you're playing the game. 
So you've got to read the subtitles as you go. And I found that very kind of took me out of the experience every now and then. So as you're trying to have a fight, you're trying to read the text and see what's happening. And then all of a sudden you come into a fight. I didn't like that part of the game. That really frustrated me. Um, it gives you all the ambience and, you know, the brilliant that you're there and you're kind of, you're, you're that man. And, you know, uh, as they're talking, but as you're trying to read it and understand what's happening in the story, I found that, that it took me out visually. This game is probably the best indie game that I've seen this year so far in terms of how it looks, the black and white, what they do with light and dark and everything else. Um, but yeah, it's, it is, it is good. Do you have a rough hour count of how long it took you to get to the end? Uh, <laughs> not, I'm not trying to wind you. I'm just trying to see how far away I am because I've played a little bit more, but not too much. I think, well, you've got six chapters. Okay. Um, not that I want to ruin it, but you've got six chapters plus one. Plus the so epilogue. That, yeah. Um, so you've got, you think you finished. So I sent you guys a picture where I thought I finished it. And then there was a whole nother kind of um, mission to go through or trek. See the pun there. Um, but da, 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 da. So, yeah, but yeah, it's yeah. only meant to take about, I think it was less than 10 hours. They reckon yeah. the game was meant so to take. How long it beat says that main story four and a half, main story plus extra six, completionist eight. <laughs> if you're Dan. Yeah, yeah if you're Dan, 10 hours for main story. When, when you get to the boss, <laughs> the, the final boss, You'll see why I've put an overinflated time on that. Um, Not as easy as you first expected. Uh, he's the boss that, um, you know, we all hate those bosses where you kill them and then all of a sudden their health regens. Oh, yeah, they're second, Yay! third stages. Yeah, yeah, absolute I mean, that's pain not, in that's the That's not annoying at all, yeah. No, not yeah. in this. Um, like this. And then, he, yeah, so once you get there, let me know how you feel about it. But yeah, I was, I was pretty miffed and peeved and... Yeah. That that's when the you have to make sure you parry. You have to make sure you're knowing how his because uh, they've all got predetermined uh, combo moves that they do, um, and you can see how like this guy will flick his sword up and down, and that's your time to attack and stuff. It's yeah, those little subtle yeah. things that I, I didn't notice. Them. Yeah, how <laughs> how you learn. But anyway, no, it's good. It is a good. It is a good game. It's a good experience. Just annoying the reading. Of yeah. text, very um, <laughs> takes you out of the experience. Well, we've still got uh, what ten or, or nine days until the end of the month, and we've got to pick a new Game Pass game. So hopefully, more of us will finish it by then. Uh, Ross, what else have you been playing this, this month? Oh, this week, sorry, I should say. Again, it was more of a test of to see what the cloud was like. But I went back in time to Jay's favourite game. <laughs> <laughs> And I've been jumping back into some Fallout New Vegas. Cool. So, Graham, what have you been playing this month? <laughs> <laughs> um, another one that, I, again, I, I don't see myself downloading and installing it on the Xbox and then taking up the TV time to play it. But 25, 30 minutes there, doing a couple of missions, jumping into the Sierra Madre or going along and hunting down some Death Claws. Brilliant just to fire up the iPad, jump into it, um, go back and enjoy it again. Um, like I say, this my my week in gaming has been primarily finding out how good Cloud was 
Uh, and I thought, what better game to do it if they, if it works in Fallout New Vegas? So going back to an old favourite, enjoying the brilliant soundtrack, going through some of the best DLC in gaming. Um, no, just nice to see that as much as it maybe doesn't hold up graphically, story-wise, gameplay, DLC, soundtrack, world, still adds up to one of the best games ever. That's good. Nice. I'm still not going to play it, though. Fucking <laughs> <laughs> losing out, man. <laughs> yeah, we, yeah, maybe one day. When I retire in like 50, 60, 70 years, <laughs> I might give it a go then. But Still yeah, be better than Resident Evil. Oh, I mean, with that, we're going to move on. Right, Graham, tell me what we've been playing this week. So, um, I have been playing my new review title, uh, Deadcraft. Now, this game is uh, a mishmash of a lot of different styles. They seem to have added uh, a touch of RPG, um, a touch of hack and slash, a touch of survival, and a touch of, mm, I suppose, Minecraft in a way, but it's kind of as much Minecraft as what kind of Dead Rising is as well, with sort of combination things of building better weapons, etc., but there's Minecraft in the fact that you've got smaller components. But it's in the name, Dead Crafters, as to Minecraft. But, um, but yeah, so your character is like this half zombie guy. He, they, they kind of, they could have, they said it's a disease that sort of turns people into zombies. And you find out that your character was born where her mom, his mum contracted the, the zombie disease before she passed. And she gave birth to him, so he's kind of half zombie. So he's got the best of kind of both worlds in that he can sort of drink things because they're in like a post, not apocalyptic, but all the, like a, I think they said it was an asteroid that kind of hit the world and with this virus and wiped out a lot of the population. So resources are scarce. And because he's half zombie, he can sort of drink sludge and all kinds of things and it doesn't hurt him as much as normal people would. And basically he's people were targeting him because obviously he's taken advantage of the situation because he can survive a lot easier that he got captured and he managed to evade capture and he's trying to get back at the people that tried to capture him and basically you find your way meeting friends and doing kind of missions as such to craft your way up with better gear to sort of take on the baddie as such but um yeah i was a bit unsure about it at first because um, obviously there's um, farming things involved, growing sort of vegetables, crafting uh, better weapons, better gear, better sort of tools to sort of enhance your character's ability to be able to sort of take on enemies, etc. So, yeah, it's just a lot of different things. I mean, it's not overly hard as such that the combat is relatively simple. But, um, yeah, it's an interesting kind of story and a, a take on a game that kind of, takes elements from different things and put it all into one. It's quite interesting. That, that trailer looked pretty... Yeah, sure, it's awesome. Thing. It looked pretty interesting. Is it is it co-op at all? Is it just single player? Uh, it's just single player, as far as I know. I didn't see any sign of it being kind of multiplayer. Yeah. That looks prime for multiplayer, the way that looked that, and the kind of... That's what I thought, yeah. Isometric type view. Diablo it, type. Yeah. And oh, it, had to, it, um, it would, but I mean, that kind of combat is just like a small part of it a lot of it's just kind of negotiating with people and 
just crafting things that they kind of need. And basically you build, you can, when you kill humans, you can harvest them as corpses or members. And basically you plant zombies and grow them with zombie blood to sort of basically grow into actual zombies that are under your control. So you can have some zombie companions that fight alongside you that you've grown yourself. Okay. <laughs> so it's th that's kind of clever. So depending on what kind of zombie or what kind of normal person you kill, you basically, after you kill them, you take their corpse and grow them in your farm with their with zombie blood. And basically you grow a companion that you can play alongside you. Excellent. <laughs> that's funny. Or yeah, that's a different way, of, yeah, <laughs> different way of handling them. <laughs> it is. And you can merge them with a gun to make a turret out of them. So they're just like a body attached to a gun. And you just like plant them down. <laughs> so they're sort of zombie turrets that sort of fight with you. It's, it's, got, this is me. it's quite unique. It's got a very much um, Borderlands-esque kind of humor. Like I saw like a hand get chopped and, you know, yeah. there was a big thumbs, thumbs up. up and yeah. just <laughs> really yeah. cool. So it has got to me, it's got that kind of dead rising humor to it as well. So it's a little bit kind of morbid and you, you can play your guys a bit of a dick as well, where other sort of survivors are out there. You can sort of shake them down, steal some of their resources to help speed up the, the process along things, or you can just kill them and you get like a, a wanted level as such in the like GTA style. And the higher it goes, the more the sort of people of the slums try to chase you down and sort of kill you that way. So you have to wait, like let your meter go down. But uh, the survival element, as I said, you need to keep your water up, your, your, your food up, Otherwise, if you let your water go down too low, you stop. The screen goes blurry and you can't see. So you have to keep your, your hydrated and you have to keep eating. There's like rats that you have to cook to sort of keep your hunger up. Otherwise, you start losing health as you move about. So it, there's survival elements to, to it, but they're they're not massively overbearing. Like as with some of the survival, it's not like proper. If you don't do this, you, you're screwed. You're done. Like it's not like that. It just means you have to quickly run back home and find some supplies and eat something or drink something and it's generally okay the same way you've got an energy meter as well so you always have to report back to your bed and sleep to get your energy back so you have to kind of plan your day as it would fair enough fair enough so is there are you far through the story or are you just starting starting to sort of build your bases or a bit of both really i mean it's hard to know how far you've got into it i'm gauging it by the unlocks you do because um as you kill people stuff you get points to unlock things that you get to craft better and better and obviously things are locked per how far along you are in the story and like one of the bits where you were just improving your character it goes down like three odd pages and i'm only like in like the, th the top third maybe of it <laughs> so probably about maybe a third way into it fair enough fair enough so we'll expect your review at some point in the near future on xboxtavern.com. Yes, you will. Cheap plug. Anyway, what else have you been playing this week? I've been playing a game with you. Oh, yeah. Don't remind me. Don't remind me. We were here. Don't remind me. So <laughs> before, before you start, I just want to say I'm fucking loving it. I'm having it a great time. It is fun. I just wish you wouldn't keep getting all the bits where you have to work out the code as much. <laughs> <laughs> uh, um but yes as you or as these guys may have heard the shouting of nay that was one of nay. the puzzles yeah i was sort of like what the fuck are you guys yeah, talking that was about from nay? the we are here forever so as we talked about before it's just different puzzles and you have to rely on communication to do to sort of progress 
that one was I had a scenario which with headless people and I had to describe the kind of scenario and Jay had to pace, pass me the correct heads, which he was superb at. And every time you put the heads on the wrong ones, the game shouted out, nay, and yeah. decided to repeat the story, which we heard many times. <laughs> yes. So I had um, descriptions in a book of the different characters and and then I had to read the description, look at a picture and then find the, the appropriate head on the shelves. But it was very vague. Like there was, I forget now, it's something like this person is a resistance of resisting the rule of the empire or something. And I found what I thought was the right person, but then I picked the wrong head and yeah. I gave it to him and Greg, Greg could put it on, on and off, on and off. Nay, nay, nay. nay. <laughs> Constantly shouting nay. Yeah. But um, other than that, it's, it, I think it's fucking brilliant so far. It is. The way they've laid it out, it's just, you have to really kind of work together to, to sort of piece together the logic and the puzzle. Otherwise, you're just never going to get anywhere. And um, yeah. And we and we we spent what four or five hours and we're like shit. It's like half past one. We we should probably stop now. That was that was the week before. Yes, yesterday we got uh, not yesterday. Um, yeah, it was Friday, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah, we got to about midnight again. Yeah, it's like shit. Like yeah, it's been a long time since the game has like sucked us in properly. Yeah, where, like, so immersed. We've actually, it. lost time track of time. That's good. That is. But it was the fact we got to the puzzle that we played at the the rest or the WASD yeah. event, and we kind of just danced through that one. Yeah, we whisked through that pretty quickly, but the rest of them were <laughs> a bit of a pain in the ass. It, again, it's not on Xbox yet. It's coming soon, hopefully. Um, so I'm looking forward to either Ian or Dan or Ross or some combination of the three playing it through and seeing what they think. <laughs> yeah, I could see a Dan and Ross combo. That would be I think the best need fly it. on the wall. Yeah, dick! Yeah, that, dick! That, that Foster would, Ryman, yeah, dick! That would be comedy gold, to be fair. <laughs> I, I mean, I feel like I'd have to take like some sort of like morphine or something to like, get myself to sleep <laughs> afterwards, but I feel like that would be pretty pretty epic to watch. I think it could be only bettered by Ian and Dan, because oh. although you, you rip into him, Ian proper gets tested. Yeah. <laughs> proper rage. Yeah. <laughs> Dan, what are you doing? Yes, we'll we'll see that. But yeah, it's so far fucking awesome, loving it. Thank you very much for uh, Total Mayhem Games again for sending us the code so we could play it. Wonderful, thank you very much. Mm-hmm. Um, cool, Daniel. Yes, games, games. What Played. should I start with? Let's go with Alan Wake. Something good for a change. Yeah, I was going to say yeah, something good, not fucking Alan. Oh, Wake. Whoa, 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 whoa. No, I'm going to make my exit now. Carry on, Daniel. What? So, Alan Wake. Uh, yeah, so um, jumped into that. I've, it's been sat on my Xbox for ages, and I've decided to finally replay on the remastered version. Um, and it's everything I remember from the 360 version, except more prettier. The cack. Big more scary tornadoes. Scary tornadoes. Well, yeah, and those people just kind of zooming around the thing where you're like, Get, stop moving, I've got to shoot you, you bastard. Um, so I've just completed episode one um and i love the fact that they do um remedy have got this lovely thing of when they kind of recap so they did yeah. it in oh what was that bloody game that was meant to be a movie as well um Quantum break yes yeah. thank you where they do previously on um so he does the the actor previously on alan wake and he narrates the story as you're doing it it's it's a nice single player I don't want to say chilled, but it, it, it's, not it's, chilled. Sim- it's simplistic in its kind of formula. You go from A to B, 
It tells you where to go. You have to shoot bad guys along the way by shining your light and then shooting them. Um, yeah, the puzzles are moderately easy. Um, so easy for everybody if Dan thinks they're moderately well, easy. Yeah, um, and it's, it's an enjoyable story. Um, obviously, it's a bit naff playing it in the summer. Obviously, it is uh, October uh, kind of spooky game. But yeah, I, I'm really enjoying it and it's a lot, a lot uh, better cleaned up than it was back in the 360 days. I'm glad they managed to get some of the licenses or sort out the licensing issues they had when uh, when it left the 360 store. Nice, nice. Alan Wake. Alan Wake. That will please Ian, no doubt, uh, no end. Uh, and what else have you been playing this week? Which boy? <laughs> and I've uh, slightly dabbled in the multiverses. Um, multiverses. Have you been yes. playing the Shaggy or Batman? I. That's the only two people I know. Well, so who have you got? You got uh, Thelma's in it. I played as I did play as Shaggy, right? Scooby, um, only because I don't think you can do Batman. You have to unlock Batman, and I haven't played long enough. enough. All right, hang on, I'm getting there. Don't spoil alert. Um, (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, haven't played enough of it to go unlock the other characters. But it it is that Super Smash Bros. thing. You're on a platform. You've got to basically batter the crap out of your opponent and try and knock them off the platform and they can jump like 1,500 times um, and jump back on the platform. So it is just crazy fun. Um, It's in closed beta at the moment. So people who want to get on it can't jump into it right now. However, I think it's June something or other. There'll be an open beta for everyone to jump into. Um, But it's got that Fortnite vibe and look and aesthetic. um, And it's just pure fun and carnage that you would expect in a kind of a brawler the, type game. So do the characters have health bars or is it like Smash Bros where you got to build them up to 100% and then so, you can try and well, get them off? Yeah, so I, I didn't notice any health bars. Um, you're building them up, but it doesn't go up to 100. It goes up like past 200 and something or other. Uh, okay. One fight I had. Um, and obviously the higher you get it, the more chance you have of knocking them off and they're not able to jump back on to the yeah. platform um uh, there's specials you've got um also some of the characters are voiced by the character they play so you've got um bloody hell you've got anya stark who, i was going to say is, i'm watching the show it's like is that Arya stark that's in it yeah as well? and she is voiced by the woman games that's right yeah um you've got uh shaggy who is voiced by the dude who played Shaggy in the films. Matthew Lillard? Yep. Yes, thank you. So he's voiced that. Um, I believe Batman is, is it Conroy? that did Kevin Batman Conroy, yep. Yeah, so he's done that. Um, it's just, it's cool, it's wacky, it's zany. I'm hoping it's going to be, fr- I believe it's free to play when it comes out and it's going to have cross so. progression and cross play, I believe. So it should be quite wacky, quite fun. And obviously as these games do to monetize it, they have different skins. They've got their battle pass. Um, yeah. So it could, if it, if it's done well mm. and done like Fortnite, it will do. Okay. Nice. Nice. I mean, I can't say I was overly interested in it until I watched the trailer and then I'm like, shit, I need this in my life. Well, I saw the trailer and I was like, what the fuck is this? And I had to ask around and there were like, oh, a couple of people, Corey and um, Carla said, oh yeah, it's like smash brothers. It's got the Iron like, Giant in it. Oh, d- yeah. 
there's going to be so many different um, characters coming and it's all from the um, Warner Brothers kind of thing. So you're going to have some weird and wacky. You, you've got your Batman. You're going to have someone daft possibly from like the DC universe. I'm sure they're going to have the Green Lantern at some point there. Mm. It's just going to be weird, wacky and wonderful. Um, and if, if it takes off, obviously you're going to have loads more characters, which will be even better from the Warner Brothers world. Nice. So Smash Brothers, but DC and Warner Brothers, basically. Yeah. Nice. When's Spider-Man coming to it? Uh, when they signed a deal with Sony. Mm-hmm. That's never <laughs> happened yet. Well, nice. Nice. I did actually have a question, but I forgot what it was, so I thought I'd lead in with uh, a piss take. Spider-Man? <laughs> <laughs> Does his webs come from his arms or from oh. little capsules? Whoa. Whoa. Let's, uh, let's not get into that yeah. shenanigans right now. But yeah, it looks good. looks fun. looks free to play and there's a beta at some point in the near future so if you want to sign up, go for it. Oh, what I meant to say, um, we've got some videos. That, that, they're only quick, short things. You've got a clip of the Battle Pass and what's in the Battle Pass. It's basically the full you... amount of time Dan's played it. No, no, I played a little bit more than that, please. Thank you. And then um, a thing of me doing the tutorial, kind of how to learn the buttons and stuff. Um, <laughs> I am dog shit. I've, I have one question, actually. I've, I remember what it was now. Does Shaggy go Super Saiyan? Yes, he does. He does it in the trailer, at least. Nice. That's all we need. I was like... was <sighs> a sandwich out of the ground as well. Yeah, you can does. throw it. He's nice. Head in the belly. Those fucking memes of Shaggy going Super Saiyan before, they always crack me up, so I'm glad to see it got into the game. Now, now I'm interested. That's it. Now it's sold jail on it now. That's it. Done. <laughs> Never mind the rest of the characters. Super Saiyan Shaggy's in it. That's the one. Damn right. Damn right. All right. Anything else, Dan, or should we move on to uh, me, I suppose? That, yeah, that's it. I had a dabble in Fortnite, but um, they've changed the battle pass from what I've seen. So I oh, was so always led to believe me. that as you play the game, um, you get hit level one and your level, you get level one's item, two, three, et cetera, et cetera. But now they have like little box of tiers. So there's like three or four items and you collect stars and those stars you can use to unlock certain bits that you wish to have in that battle pass. Is that correct? I, I, that is correct. I don't wish to Ian you, but they changed that quite some time ago. Well, that's how long it's been since I've actually looked at a battle pass. <laughs> I don't yeah, wish so, to Ian you. So the battle pass now, yet yeah, like you said, instead of just leveling up, leveling up, you earn stars and you can unlock, uh, I think there's nine items per level. And then you have to unlock a certain amount to unlock the next level, but you yeah. can unlock you can unlock whatever you like. So I tend to go for the V Bucks first, obviously, and then you can go for the skins. But in order to unlock the further levels, you have to unlock more. Yeah, you've got to hit. Ones. Yeah, you've got to, um, as you say, you've got to hit. I think it worked out like fifty percent or seventy five percent of the stuff in the box to get the next one. But so then get- to get the next one beyond that, you have to unlock everything in the first one, etc., yeah. etc. I think I'm on level. 88 or 89 or something now so i've got one one more tier to unlock but i've i've still got a couple of things to unlock before i can i'm going to say unlock again the last yeah. sort of tier um i, I almost, like I, I, I need a playstation plus plus ubisoft plus 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 to unlock the final <laughs> tier of the tier of the tier to um, get the plus to yeah, get the plus, to get the plus tier, but i like the that evolution of the battle pass now because it now gives you a chance of grabbing the bits that you want as opposed to having potentially a hundred items of shat, you can now cherry pick to a certain degree the yeah. items you want from the, f- from the earlier stages. 
yeah so again as you said you can pick what you want but at a certain point you have got to unlock everything so you can then unlock the next set of, yeah. set of stuff so you can unlock stuff from that but yeah it's definitely a better way of doing it I think it's just uh, it, it reduces Lol. it reduces the feel of the grind even if it takes just as long it doesn't mm. feel like it's taking as long um, yeah but we could talk about Fortnite all day Ian's not here so we won't make him miss out <laughs> save it for when he's back exactly um, so the only game really other than the one I'm not allowed to talk about yet unfortunately is a game which came on Game Pass PC in Game Preview which is Vampire Survivors I've heard a lot about this game uh, Jeff Ganata on um, DLC was talking about it a lot and a few other people and it's basically a roguelike which I'm historically not very into but almost like a bullet hell version. So you pick a character. There's several characters used from. I can't remember any of the names because they're not important, but they've all got different abilities. So one's got a whip, one's got a, a spear, one's got a magic wand, and they all have certain upgrades. So for the first five levels, you get X amount of XP, uh, uh, power upgrade or whatever. It doesn't matter. You start level. Enemies slowly start coming in from the edge of the screen. You kill them. They drop gems, which then allow you to pick them up which gives you xp which then gives you a new level every time you level up you get to pick a new randomly selected power out of three so <clears throat> you can pick for th- from things like uh, an extra attack from your main weapon you can pick a garlic which gives you like an area of effect around you you can pick a fire attack wand shield etc etc depends on what you get given and then you go and kill some more enemies you get some more gems you level up again you pick a new attack you kill some more enemies, you pick up some more gems, you pick a new attack, etc., etc., etc. And as as you level up, the further you get, the more enemies spawn in. So it starts off real simple with really simple bats or zombies, and then adds in skeletons and giant praying mantises and, and massive vampire bats, and oh, it just gets crazier and crazier. Um, and it's based on your level but it's also based on the amount of time you spend so i think the longest run i've had so far is about 15 minutes and i've got to level 20 which then i locked a new level but i haven't tried that yet uh, but once you die obviously you start again there's a store you can spend your coins you earn to unlock permanent upgrades but they're not they're fucking expensive uh, and i've only really managed to afford one so far or you can unlock new characters or new uh, levels as well um and it's very simple you literally just move around with the WASD buttons and your character auto attacks. So the, the guy I, I prefer to play as, which again, I forget his name. He's got a whip attack and every three seconds he, he lashes out. Uh, when you level up, you might get the option to add an extra attack. So he lashes forward and backwards and then so on and so forth. He upgrades the damage, upgrades the range, etc., etc. Or you can add a wand attack, a fire attack, uh, a shield, uh, as I said, etc., etc., stuff like that. And it's very simple, and it looks like a Mega Drive game, but I can't stop playing it. It's fucking brilliant. Mm-hmm. But like, as I said, literally all you're doing is moving around and letting your character attack for you. But the way the upgrades work and the random nature of roguelike and stuff like that, I mean, one run I got absolutely destroyed. I, I, I barely made it to level five. And then, as I said, the last one I did before we started this today, I got to level 20 because I got a decent set of upgrades. I got a decent... Um, hours I've got extra abilities that I didn't necessarily pick they just sort of randomly like here you go have an ability and it's just fucking brilliant 
<laughs> I just, I just can't. Say, it's, it's almost. Uh, it sounds bad. It's almost like a mobile game, like something real simple. You pick up and play for ten minutes, and you think, "Oh, that's done. I'm, I'm, I'm putting it down now." I can't stop playing it. <laughs> it's just, it's just a lot of fun. Um, and, yeah, and again, because of the random nature, like success, sometimes you'll get better stuff than you don't. But even if you get rubbish stuff, because of the way like the enemies come in, you can still maneuver, maneuver your way around them. And there's um, like chests that randomly spawn that give you extra power weapons, or there's totems around which you can destroy to give you health or or extra coins or items or XP or stuff. And I think when you get to level fifteen, roughly, uh, like a, a ring of flowers will appear, almost like a battle round. It closes in, and you're sort of stuck in there until you've killed everything. And it gets fucking cut tight, and you can just about wangle your way out if you're smart enough i don't know if you can kill the flowers or not i've never managed to do it but get them and then suddenly a fucking skeletons appear all around the screen and just swarm in it on you and unless you've got some decent weapons or decent abilities you, you've got no fucking hope um and it's just it's just, i've heard like i said i've heard a lot of people talking about how great it is and I, it sounds fucking shit and i played it and i'm like i just want to play it all the time <laughs> <laughs> it's honestly it's brilliant it's, like it's only on pc at the minute which is a shame but i think it would work really well on console um but if you come in time i mean i, I was playing it on the surface that the uh, uh, mpv graham gave it to me and it, it runs perfectly it's almost like a mega drive game so it's not going to tax any machine it's just a lot of sprites on screen at once but uh, yeah just that addictive like five minute ten minute loop over and over and over again is just wonderful and i can see why everybody was so high on it so far so if you've got a a, a, a bear if you've got a fucking toaster with a screen on it you could probably run it <laughs> it's fucking brilliant. what a great oh, i'm loving it absolutely loving it and i'm probably going to play a little round before i go to bed tonight when we're finished <laughs> <laughs> that just sounds like it <laughs> yeah so that's the only one i can talk about this week but yeah if you if you've got game pass ultimate and you've got pc that's even barely capable i highly recommend checking it out i'm loving it Cool. Oh, so that's all the games we've been playing this week, except for Redacted, which I will talk about next week. However, if you'd like to check out things that come into Game Pass, Ross, tell me about things that come into Game Pass. So that's apart week- from Vampire Survivors, because it's awesome. <laughs> this week we have Floppy Nights on May twenty fourth, console, PC, and cloud. Hard Space Shipbreaker May twenty fourth on PC. Sniper Elite 5, May 26th, console and PC. Cricket 22, May 27th on PC. And Pac-Man Museum Plus, May 27th on console and PC. I like the way you put Floppy Nights and Hard Space together. Oh, yeah. (laughs) That's how I fucking roll. I mean, you know, I don't know if you're trying to tell us something. But Graham. (laughs) Yes. Games of Gold, please. We have Yoku's Island Express from May the 1st to the 31st. We have The Inner World, The Last Wind Monk from May the 16th to June the 15th. And we've got Viva Pinata, Party Animals from May the 16th to the 31st. So go check them games out. Again, free games is free games. Why the fuck not, eh? Definitely. I think Dan is mentioning that he knows what's going on. Dan coming in like a boss, picking up Ian Slack. I've. Yeah, I've got the ones that are leaving. So uh, get yourself prepared, guys. You've got NHL 20 that is leaving. You've got Yes, Your Grace, Super Hot Mind Control Delete. You have Farming Simulator 19, 
Resident Evil 7 Biohazard is leaving Game Pass. Oh, not that G doesn't uh, own it. Not that uh, G I mean, doesn't I mean, own it in every way, shape, or form physically possible. Well, I mean, still. I definitely bought it only twice, but <laughs> that's not the point. <laughs> and there is one big one. Knockout City is leaving. Oh, no. Yeah. So I fell off the cliff a little bit. It, well, yeah. I mean, it's... Um, I think with as the, any of these kind of almost free-to-play-esque titles, if the content doesn't keep changing, evolving, and being in there, it's um, it's never going to last, is it? it that, um, that's the thing. If that's not a free-to-play game, though, is it? It was on Game Pass, but if you want to pick it up, you've got to pay for it. Well, d- yeah, but I thought it came... There was a couple of... I thought there was free ways of getting in. But they gave it to you free for the first two weeks, then had the Game Pass, and now yeah. I believe it's going back to purchase game oh. which i mean like like with full guys and rocket league and fortnite like free to play just make it free to play and then the battle play. pass and away you go and skins yeah but it's a really uh, good game i really enjoy playing it where we played it for project game pass and stuff yeah it's re- really hard now but i played it some months back and the skill level is frigging through the roof yeah um, it's not seeing much coming for you though yeah. well i mean sorry i am the bottle of the barrel but, um, <laughs> but if anyone wants to pick up one of these games, you've got, I think it's 20% off, isn't it? Before yeah. it leaves. Yeah. So pick them up. So, I mean, naturally, everybody's going to rush out and buy Resident Evil 7 <laughs> because they should do. Uh, to be fair, I might. I didn't finish it. So I might try it and finish it. <laughs> so Dan, every game Dan, you don't help yourself. Anyway, right, let's move on. You from set that. yourself we, up for that film. pile on again. I believe that is what effectively they call on the internet the podcast thank you very much everybody for listening if you've made this far you're fucking here and we love you thank you for sitting through iron Ain ramblings about video games and things around video games um you can find us at xbox Haven on twitter and facebook and tiktok and discord and all other oh. kind of wonderful places uh xbox Tavern.com for written reviews youtube.com slash xbox Tavern official for podcasts such as this at 8pm Ish. every Sunday night as well as various videos from Dan Ross and the guys uh, and I've been Jamie and you can follow me at Enexan and you can follow Graham at Graham Reaper Scottish Ruff Ross Chaotic8389 and Daniel Chocolatebear80 and of course at Nutty Ray for Ian thank you very yeah. much everybody have a wonderful week and we shall see you next weekend at 8pm Ish. Ish.